Hello, my name is Luis Mulero, and this is where I take time to make a simple, sometimes a little longer, tangent-wise, <clears throat> recording of how my week went as I go through my calendar, notes that I capture in my notebook, on my electronic notebook, and st things that I've listened to, and it allows me to sit down for about an hour or so and kind of review how my week went. This week, it was busy at work, um, and busy in the terms of, there was a lot of details preparing for an upcoming workshop that I have, which I'm leading, so therefore there's a lot of responsibilities that are falling on my lap, which is good, because it kept me engaged for the week, so I didn't have much time to venture, to get bored, quote-unquote, but also it didn't allow me too much time to kind of free think and not have a set number of tasks that I need to complete by the end of the day. Sometimes I like a little bit of a little bit of flexible wiggle room that allows me to just look at different things from a different perspective or look at pro solving problems differently or read things that allow me or kind of open my mind to new solutions or new possibilities. So that was for this week. So therefore my notebook really is kind of doesn't have anything as far as notes go, I do have one thing that I captured from, I was listening to an episode of the Stack and Benjamins, and then a dead guest, it was Cameron, Cameron, sorry, Cameron Holderston, and she has a new book, and it was about talking to your older parents about money, and it kind of caught my interest. I don't know if I'm ready to read it yet, because that's a conversation that I would like to have with my parents before it's too late. At least with my mom, since it's the one that I'm closest with. So that was definitely something that I want to remember for the future whenever I'm looking at this notebook here at year's end. I also capture a note, um, a quote. Do not make perfect the enemy of good. It came from the from that podcast, Stacking Benjamins, but I'm pretty sure it was said by somebody else, not by uh, Joe. But it's something to, uh, to remember at times since I I tend to go more the perfectionist route than not. And at the times I don't, it's easy to say to postpone things because they're not truly perfect and therefore you're not even going for good, you're always striking for perfect. And that can be, especially for, for me, it has been, it has been things that had, have made me get stuck in my, my way, stuck in a way, in a mind, in my mind of, that I cannot move forward. And it has allowed me to move, to make decisions. Because I'm trying to make it perfect for the perfect time, the perfect situation, the perfect thing, perfect words, all these things. When in our reality, action has proven be to be the the best path moving forward. Just taking that action, you strike for good, and not perfect. So as as I mentioned, my calendar was kind of heavy more on work this week. 
As far as physical health, I miss a couple of morning workouts that I like to do in the mornings. I have in here that the sheets were getting stuck to me. My uh, wife was at home more this week, which is not usual since she travels a lot. So I was trying to maximize a little more, maximize a little more time to spend with her, which meant late more late mornings, um, and also late nights, meaning going to bed late. So I wasn't fully rested. I didn't feel like I was feeling like sluggish, and then even in the mornings I was feeling, well, I was rushing myself because I wasn't allowing myself enough time to get breakfast ready. So therefore, I was eat, not eating enough calories during the day, or at least hitting the numbers that I like to hit. So I saw my weight come down a little bit, but it's really nothing too outrageous or nothing to worry about. It's, but again, it's something that happened this week and just how life fluctuates and and the reason why I do this, just to kind of review it that way. As far as, uh, oh, I did walk today. This was good. At least I wasn't completely, not, I didn't, walk at all this week I just walked at least once which it was good because I thought I was going to rain and it hasn't yet but it might which I did, didn't think I usually start the recording talking about how the weather looks but it's nighttime so it's not much weather well you can't see much weather the weather's out there you just can't see it as far as mental and spiritual health it got a little dark uh, around Tuesday which is the time that I usually go um uh, go meet with less the session overall was good i did most of the talking which less you know he has been truly i'm truly glad and that i was able to take the step forward to to have somebody to talk to and i i feel like he's somebody good that has been good to talk to and to have on my side so it was definitely I'd opened up more. I did most of the talking and during the, the session, which usually he does a lot of talking because he's pointing out a lot of things that he sees. And I which I appreciate that. It's not like it's hurt. it's taken away from me or I don't like that I don't like that he talks more than what I do. But this week I did most of the talking, which was good. But after I left the session and just it made me realize that there's a question that I need to ask. Um, and I missed the opportunity to ask when I ha when I could have. And it's something that I didn't think it would be that important. But after Tuesday, it just felt like in they, I was I was downplaying it. I was not giving it enough importance. And it really was bothering me, not knowing, not being clear. It's not, I don't know if not knowing, but not being clear and how, what the answer to this question is. And after that, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. So it hung around for a couple of days. And then, you know, whenever you were in that sense of heaviness, you have something in your mind that you just can't get over. You can't get it out of your head. Other things don't play less of an importance. They're not as important. So nothing. You're not your usual kind of happy self or like cheery self because that's still in your mind and just get you cannot move away from it. 
as of today, right now, I've, I've, I feel like I'm made peace with it, and I will ask the question when the opportunity comes, which should be here pretty soon. Which I was, as I was kind of pondering on that, I realized that I, I seem to have a really hard problem feeling, uh, dealing with the feeling of being used. And something I realized this week that, and it's me because it is under my control because that is something that I, I get to control that. Nobody else gets to control that over me. So I'm looking for ways of gain, of really feeling more of an empowerment or actually taking action to get, to tackle on that feeling, to get rid of it or face it head on or figure out ways to deal with it when it comes as far as changing my behaviors cognitive cognitive behavior of how it really it just kind of affects me in a certain way and it's really nothing it again it's just the the way my mind works and and just having that feeling of being used is, is not good or it, it it just doesn't feel it doesn't settle well with me as far as money this week uh, something that I got actually from the Choose A5 podcast, and I've heard about it before from Mr. Money Mustache, which are all part of the FI financial independence community. It's to think of grocery items as on a cost per portion basis, especially for items that are on sale. This week I found a sale on a Greek yogurt, which I like to have it once in a while. And it was buy one get one, but sometimes since it it was at a quote unquote fancy grocery store, the prices are already a little bit elevated compared to if you go to like Walmart or you know bigger uh, retail stores or grocery stores. So after doing the quick math, it came out that the portion that I usually consume now the portion on the packaging is more than what I usually eat in one sitting so therefore I divided it by my my size of the portion and it came out to be about 50 cents and I think that's pretty good the guys on the Chewify podcast and Mr. Money Mustache they usually their numbers are on two to two dollar two dollars two dollars fifty cents two to three dollars per meal so that's an average of having breakfast lunch and dinner maybe a snack but mostly just a the big three breakfast lunch and dinner and then on average per person per meal it should be about somewhere between two to three dollars so 50 cents that's part of my breakfast if i have an egg you know you buy a dozen eggs actually i have two eggs you know if you buy two uh, dozen eggs that comes out way less than 50 cents an egg uh, more than 30 cents so on my 70 and some other things that i have so I'm already at like two dollars, so it can it it fits w well within the parameters. And I usually have some nuts as well, and um, and some half and half for my coffee. So that comes around that that the math kind of seems to fit, which it was a clever and I think it was a clever way to to look at it because at a higher level, it deter me from buying expensive items that you really don't get much especially some of the prepared foods 
because you're all you're paying is the convenience. You're paying for the convenience of somebody else chopping your vegetables for you, somebody else ricing your cauliflower, somebody else, you know, steaming them or putting them in a or making you the salad already in there or making the mix already for you. So you're paying for that convenience. And once you divide it by the amount of portions you're going to get out of it, it comes out to be like two, three dollars. And that's just part of it. And that's the thing you need to think of it as being part of your meal not as you're not just gonna have like i wasn't gonna have just yogurt i knew i knew that i need i was gonna have eggs or that if i'm using it as a snack then i might have some walnuts almonds things like that but overall that has allowed me to lower my food bill at least in the grocery store in addition that i'm also not going to the grocery store as most time as many times as i used to i sadly had not going to one of my favorite grocery stores with Trader Joe's because it's really out of the way. So I'm trying to visit stores that are on my way to work. That way I'm saving on gas as well. And this might seem like something little and probably if it's just me listening to this in the future, I'm probably rolling my eyes now of a little I was thinking. Or maybe not. Maybe this is the actual thing that it's going to, you know, that's going to keep on adding. It's going to really set me going and set uh, things on fire pun intended but it's just the little things like that that has kind of made my mind change to understand how much money i was i'm wasting in commodities that really that i'm not putting any value on I, and that's that's what bugs me about it because once I thought about it, it's like, I'm not putting any value in going, okay, I like Trader Joe's, for example, they have some nice things, but what I was buying there, it was not what they're, what they're shining on, what they're usually people like about going to Trader Joe's, like some of the prepared uh, meats in the frozen section, like the orange chicken, which is notoriously, you know, everybody likes the orange chicken from Trader Joe's. Everybody talk about it. it. So I was going there mostly for fresh produce. But instead of going out to a store that even though the produce is not as as I like it from, like, compared to potatoes, but I made some, some changes here and there. For me, it's good. Now, when my, my wife comes into play, most likely probably I have to consider her taste in those decisions. But since I'm most of the time planning meals for me, because of her heavy travel schedule, then I can just put up with a lot of my tastes are prim primary and I can accommodate for my taste. But what on a tangent there about groceries. As far as audio, uh, the Choose Fi podcast, they had a pretty good episode, episode 132. Um, I forgot to write down the guest name, but it was Lisa. Her last name was Sarah with a D. She was very funny. And she had a good, um, a lot of takes on, she was putting a fun spin of downsizing and how some, it, again, how to look at things in a silly way. It's like, I mean, it kind of just kind of, it makes you like knock yourself in the head of like, come on, silly guy. It, it, this is not, doesn't, doesn't make any sense. What are you, a king? Are you really, do you need to leave that comfortably? So I, I just like the way that. The podcast went and it was just it was just really funny and I found it very funny. The Knowledge Project, the episode um, leading above the line with Jim Deathmer or Deathmer. 
it touches on being self-aware, um, know to be in, to having that victim mindset. Definitely going to re re-listen to this one again. It, it was a kind of a long one, but I I'd heard it over while I was driving home and then while I was doing the yard. And it was really a good, it was just, it went a lot into relationships, agreements, and, you know, psychology. Or how, it was it really, it went in a lot of places, but um, a lot of, a lot of deep dives. Definitely, I'm gonna, I would like to listen to that one again so that I can see if what else I'm going to grasp from it. For reading... Not much reading as far as books and things like that. I did catch up on my usual newsletters that I receive on the weekends and during the week at times. I'm still working on that Monocle magazine episode that I, I'm sorry, issue that I bought a while back, the spring issue. I'm almost done with that. Probably in time for me to buy another one, which is the July August episode, which is their uh, double, double, one of their double, um, double issues um, which they have their 25 their uh, quality of life uh, survey so I'll probably buy that and I've been wanting to read for some reason I've been stuck about read about this book and I've read it a long time ago it was years ago because I read it whenever I I got introduced to uh, Tim Ferriss because he talks about this book, has talked about it several times. It's Bag of Bonding by Rolf Potts. And I read it, you know, a while back and and I, talk, I took a lot of things from it, but I want to see where, what other things I'm going to take from it now after a couple of years. So I'm setting aside from my bookshelf and I'm going to, uh, carrying with me to to kind of start reading it um and i think that's all i have in my notes for this week so if it is only me listening to this in the future hope you're doing good and that you have a good week and if there's anybody else out there listening i hope that you had a good week and that this brought you some kind of value and that you have a good week